Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the local Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by uh, Lukey Moore on this beautiful Thursday. Um, every single Thursday we talk about the things you want us to talk about and also things we found on the internet and precious little more work than that. Is yeah, done, um, and it's autumn, isn't it, now? So it's starting to get it a little is. bit windy. Autumn days when the grass is jeweled and the silk inside a chestnut shell. And I've been blown Shit. off my bike probably about 15 times since I last spoke to you, almost. Even like your, um, what, lime. like those the big lime bikes? The They're heavy, aren't they? How do you... Toss his they're off not there. that heavy compared to a Santander bike. Fine, but they're two heavy bikes. And with me on it, could lift well. out of a canal. Um, why? Uh, why are you getting blown off? Where are you riding? I ride home from here. I ride home from here. Where, 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 where do you think I'm riding? Yeah, but like, where, where is there someone? Do my gust- own fucking like Tour de France. Well, I? it sounds like you're going on like a really high building or it's something. Eight why miles. From, it's eight miles from here. Right. Got to go across the river. And you say you don't work out. It's an e-bike. It's an e-bike. Just yeah, but the battery only lasts. Have you ever sort of like started with battery in the charge and then the, the bike's I try and I try and I try and limit it to having a bike that's no lower than three lime segments on the energy chart. Because <laughs> it's, it's annoying otherwise. Yeah. Because South London's quite hilly. So where I live, I'm on the hill. You need the E. If I run out of energy before the hill, yeah. it's big, big trouble. Yeah. It's, it's electric doping. It's mechanical, it's doping. mechanical doping yeah. it is essentially that yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it, listen occasionally it's windy that's all I'm saying right. um, I want to follow up with you Peter on something that I mentioned I believe last week not last show but the show before that yeah. about the disappointing time capsule yes okay yeah yeah they uh, opened a, a, a time capsule in America and it was just full of dust yeah so 200 years old from West Point the military yeah. academy in New York State storage agreements were not fulfilled no they weren't but the plot has thickened because Although the guy um, was embarrassed that he, there was nothing in it other than silt, yeah. when they took it away and went through it properly, yes. um, they found six silver American coins okay. dating from nice. 1795 to 1828 and a commemorative medal. Um, so it was a, a, a 1795 five-cent coin, an 1800 Liberty dollar, an 1818 25-cent coin, a 10-cent, and a one cent coin from 1827 and an 1828 50 cent coin. All right. And there was an Erie Canal commemorative medal dating from 1826. I just wonder if it's a coincidence that he actually quite unquote found these behind the scenes when everyone wasn't looking. Yeah, so he, when he, I thought he opened it in front of everybody, assembled uh, a throng in the world's press, yeah, and then yeah. emptied out and there was just a lot of dust in there. Yeah, but I think they just went through it, the, the dust. They went through the dust. Yeah, look, I'm only reporting it as it's been reported. I, it sounds like, you're right, it sounds like absolute shit. Sounds like he's just um, had a load of coins. Like, yeah. you know in Shawshank Redemption where he's um, he's digging a tunnel yeah. and he's he's um, dropping the little dust out of his pocket it, yeah. down his trouser leg? 
Do you reckon he did that? I reckon so. Because he's like, he, yeah, he's in a situation where he, he feels like he's let people down. Uh, he wants that buzz back. He wants the kind of like the world's press uh, hanging off his every word again. So he's like, oh, look what I found. Uh, I reckon he'll find another time capsule I'd at some that. point. It'll just I'd be like he'd made it himself. I'd love that. Have like an old five years can. He's still just saying, I got, oh, guess what I found? <laughs> oh, not again, Paul. Paul. Not, uh, not what again. Are you doing? Was his name Paul? I don't know. Paul's always my uh, go-to name when I'm coming up with a name. Yeah, is that yeah. right? Paul. And Sarah goes, you always use Paul. And I was going, I, I don't know why, I just what always do. What do I do. use? don't know, really. Why can't we think of a name other than Paul? Like, you know when someone goes... I was thinking, what's your name? Simon, Paul Simon. What, what, I, can't, <laughs> I can't get away from Paul, for crying out loud. Yeah, um, when, when you have a it's, a... it's a curious part of human nature that when you have an unlimited choice of things, you can't think of anything. Yes. And yeah, so, when, yeah, yeah. so when like Spotify came along, you were like on paper, you were like, oh my God, I can listen to any, any record I want. You open it up, you can't think of what you want to listen that, to. That's why I think, you know, we talked about this before, curation will be key in the future because Definitely. because you, you've, you've got the entire, I think if you go on like YouTube or go on like, if you, if you said, go on YouTube, Pete, look at something that you like and I'd need my algorithm to suggest something to me because it's like watching, it's like pick, choosing something to something to watch on Netflix isn't it yeah, it's hard. It's like you just spend we spend so many times and it's like an old kind of joke I guess but we spend so much time just sort of like looking at the menu looking at the uh, well, what's available what I've had to do now if I'm in a situation where I'm thinking okay I'm going to make myself some lunch and I'm going to watch something on telly Netflix or whatever mm. I now have to work out what I'm going to do first Get it queued up, and <laughs> yes. then otherwise I finish otherwise my lunch spend, without yeah. actually selecting anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, is, and, and another example of that was um, Jack Dean of Jack of Jack's Happy Hour, mm. friend, friend, a friend and former colleague. Um, he used to do this thing on his YouTube channel, and he had me on it as a guest, where he talked about the fandom of supporting the club that you support. Yeah. Right? And uh, obviously, I talked about Portsmouth. And the final thing he did was he said, "You've got a minute to name as many Portsmouth players as you can." Can't do it. Yeah, impossible. Yeah, the record was something like. For him, of all his guests, the record was like eight people. Yeah. It's mad, it's, isn't it's it? It's fucking impossible. Yeah. It's so hard because there's so much to choose from. You end up being completely paralysed by the choice. I, d- I did one with like a spicy wing copy thing from, I think, one of Jack's mates and, uh, on, on, on video and I forgot Alan Shearer. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? it it's happens. mad what your brain does. It happens. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, I, can I just also bring into the, um, the conversational table, as it were, um, one of the stories I found most interesting, probably of the year, actually. Right. Um, have you seen um, there <laughs> scientists and uh, in Brazil have discovered the world's first dog fox hybrid? Yeah. Now, how's this happened? It's it's an incredible thing. So basically, um, an animal rescue team was dispatched to reports of an injured animal yeah. in a part of Brazil. I forget where it is, and it was a hit and run incident, right? And the creature, the, the animal was you know, pretty badly injured, and and, and the environmental um, people screaming, "Don't look at me!" Transferred transferred it to a vet. I'm a freak. And the the vets went and looked after it, right? And it got and it got well, it got moved. They didn't actually know what it was, mm. so they moved it to the center for conservation and rehabilitation of wild animals. And then these kind of scientists started to get taken interest and go, "Okay, right, this is interesting. It looks like a fox, yeah, but it behaves like a dog. Dances like a dog." And they did a load of um, tests on it, and it turned out to be a dog fox. Yeah, that's absolutely insane, isn't it? I didn't even know that was possible, did you? We've got like, uh, I just don't understand why this hasn't happened before. Does that make sense? Because what like, do you think? Because they, they should come into contact with each other a lot, a lot more often. Yeah, I mean, like our dogs 
Will c- could come into contact with a fox at any moment. Like, who's to stop one of them having a go? But there's certain, there's certain, um, there's certain species that can cross over. Yeah, but they have a very, very low like success, success rate in terms rate, yeah. of fertility and stuff. And so maybe it's something to do with that. The but dog- but the, but the way that like it was talked about in this uh, paper would just seem to be like we just don't see this very often. I just don't understand why we wouldn't see more or, or why we haven't heard about it a bit more. And it, sadly, it the died. Z-donk. It died. Oh, died. What, from the car? They don't know how it died. Um, it's not been reported. Um, but yes, yeah, so they're very disappointed about that because they right. want to study it. Um, just make another one. If you, <laughs> if you know how it's being made, just make another one. It might be only, only a very certain species of dog can, can cross with. They seem to know what it is and how it came to be. So let's make another one. I want to look at it more. I think you should start doing your own stuff. Start doing answer for me, Kevin. You got a couple of dogs. I got a couple of dogs. Access to a fox. Access to a fox. Got always access to the foxes. Yeah, yeah. I I I saw um my cat in the garden once being completely indifferent to a fox, and I was like, okay, so they're not that bothered about each other. And then about a week later, um, one of them got attacked. Oh got, right, got yeah. an abscess. Had to go to the vet. <sighs> cost me a lot of money. But um, but the dog fox hybrid is interesting because you never hear of new mammals really. Whenever there's a new species being talked about, it's very very rarely if ever a mammal. Right? What's the last one? The bonobo. Boron. Nah, it's not a bonobo. Where was the last one? The, isn't the most recent one that one in the Malaysian jungle? There's a monkey. I know was, was, it? A, was it a gibbon or a monkey? Or yeah, but you're was talking. It? Okay, so let me clarify. So you're talking about a very slight difference in an already existing yes. species, right? They're all that though. We've explored everything. There's no like no no one's finding something with five legs. Like what? What? There's no new thing to be found. So truly. You, so you're right. So it was it was a it, the most recent one was a, mo, a, a a new species of monkey identified in the in in the DR Congo. Right, and that was like a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, about 10 years ago, maybe. Right. And then you get like um, occasional new bats and stuff. But I'm talking about a whole new species. Right. Um, in 2010, there was a, a newly identified leopard. Right, okay. So, but it's still the same species though, isn't it? With the slight differential. Yeah, exactly. So people aren't going to go, a leopard? I've never heard of that. Yeah. They? They're going to go, oh, right, it's a different type of leopard. Yeah. It's like a, a Ford car, but it's just a different model. Alex Turner in it, same, yeah. same sashi. I, 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 sashi? I, I, seem to, I seem to remember in like somewhere like Borneo or Papua New Guinea or something, there was a brand new mammal discovered not that long ago. Right. It was like a little, it looked like a little bear. A little lad. <laughs> yeah. Just a little lad. A little, little bear and it had a t-shirt on. <laughs> it said, fuck me, I'm a bear. No. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, anywhere near any foxes. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was an interesting story. And um, yeah, so, so there we go. Did you want to do any um, um, stuff on the old NFTs, mate? Well, well we touched so, on it on a rambler. Yeah, so, so last week we heard that uh, the NFT market is uh, absolutely, the arse has fallen out of it. Um, I think the, the gold rush is over but for what, all the NFT actually, guys. Was it actually a gold rush? Yeah, a lot of people made a lot of money off the old NFTs. How they? have they done that? Uh, well, how have they done that? So they mint their own and then sell them? Yeah. Or, or they trade them, them or what? Yeah. Mint, mint their own, sell them. Well, I mean, like, remember that, uh, the, the first tweet of Jack Dorsey and all those kind of crazy ones? Like, people made a lot of money. Paris Hilton was on uh, one of the late night shows talking about hers. But it's just wealthy people who are already wealthy selling essentially kind of, con- not contraband, but like access to their own shit. And yeah. Are or- mu- and mugs are just buying them. Wasn't uh, didn't Interpol do one with David Lynch? Right, and, okay. then, and then they got booed out the fucking building, and so I think they sacked it off in the end. 
So the, the report is that this week is that 95% of the market for NFTs is totally worthless, <laughs> which isn't really ideal, is it? Well, it, I would say, yeah, if you kept all of them, but if you sold them, well, well done, you're you. done. Yeah, yeah. You're done. I, and you treated the treated it with the respect that it uh, did deserved. Uh, the one man I think who wins on this one is probably the who's that fella Martin Scarelli who had that Wu Tang album. Yeah, actually, that, that taken off him, didn't it, when he went to prison? Yeah, got he got, got a lot sold, of his yeah. assets seized. He, yeah. So, but Wu Tang Clan made a record. Yeah, and they only printed one copy of it. Yeah, and they sold it for a couple a million. Of mil, so, right? yeah, but that's not an NFT, is it? No. But I'm just saying that out of like the the very idea of an NFT, Screlly and his Wu Tang album. At least you could listen to the Wu Tang album. Do you reckon he listened to it? Yeah. There's no. There's no. There's no um, diminishing in quality when you listen to a CD. Is there? No. Was it a CD? Oh, right. CD. Oh, CD. oh yeah. that's fine. Yeah, you should be fine then. You're fine. <laughs> but surely once you break that seal. Imagine if it was them going, you fucking dickheads. <laughs> 50 minutes of, of them going, Method Man going, fuck, you a fucking fool, idiot. A fool of his money, a swim pipe. <laughs> Do you know what I find that as an interesting metaphor? Because Martin <laughs> Shkreli is that farmer bro who everyone hated, right? Right. And, and then we found some new bigger uh, idiots to hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he was very much the kind of entry gateway drug, gateway into, drug into, for, into, yeah. into his, you know, Elon Musk, yeah. right? And um, he was a hated guy and he kind of, he kind of reveled in the hatred that he yeah he received because yeah. what he would do is he would take the patent for a drug and jack up the price and yeah, just make yeah. loads of money by on other people's misery and he was and, kind of he led into that right uh, and it's this and it's the sort of thing that so many companies and so many people do but they don't generally look for the limelight in fact in fact they they want to stay out the limelight and, and the reason i think that wu-tang clan record and his purchase of it is a perfect metaphor is because you know what's the when you think about your greatest music memories right yeah you're going to think about a number of different things, but you're probably going to think about when you were at a gig with some friends or right. with your wife or you, you, know, you took your you know, you, tremendously romantic moment with whoever, mm. right? or you've got a record that everyone was really into and you loved it. Like I can remember when the Strokes record came out in 2001, mm. right? Changed the lives, our music lives, my and my friends. We, used mm. to, we couldn't wait to listen to it together and talk about how much we loved it and all get our own copy of it, right? Martin Shkreli can't listen to this with anyone else. Unless they come to his house. Yeah. And no one wants to come to his house because they fucking hate him. No. And, so and, how's and, he getting any joy out of it? And I imagine uh, he probably doesn't know whether it's good or bad. Do you know what no I mean? No idea. No. No idea. If he, he's got no, I, I think that... The, I think I'm, it's probably bad. The guy, who, the guy who's <laughs> behind it all was Rizzo, right? Who's the guy behind most of the Wu-Tang stuff. He's like the, the main guy. Right. I don't reckon he should have sold it to him. Well, I just said, no. Fuck you, you're not having it. No. You don't deserve it. You, <laughs> you don't, don't deserve, deserve it. it. Yeah, but he... The, he's the only person who wants to buy it. You know, he'll pay that well, amount of money. The, the tricky thing is that he probably could have gone after the biggest hip-hop fan in the world, but they wouldn't have had $2 million. No, they, so. would, they would have bought Violin Records and they would, you know, their, their um, partners shouting at them to get the records out of the house. Yeah, oh yeah, you can spend, you've got money to spend on the record, have you? But you haven't fixed that thing in the, in the, in the <laughs> exactly. I, I imagine the biggest hip-hop collector in the world is probably uh, a 55-year-old white guy who lives in America somewhere with a hell of a trainer collection. Oh, massively. Like, massive trainer collection, loads of vinyl. Um, and um, Sneakerheads are a big deal, aren't they? Yes. There's a lot of stuff going on. The trade in that, I mean, it, it gives me big Andy Brattle energy. <laughs> he loves a trainer, doesn't he? My, my, Nike, my Nike Air Max or whatever the hell they were, uh, they're broken on the side. Yeah, but you only adopted the darkness. Brattle well, was born. I know, yeah. Well, I said, Brattle, watch, I need some trainers. What trainers should I get? And he recommended these Guys, these yeah. Nike Air Maxes, they're very comfortable. But you, how did you they're break, very comfortable. How did you break them? Huh? I don't know. I think it's how I put them on. I need a shoe horn look. 
I own many, but they're all in different parts can of the I, house. Can I interest you in a pair of sketches? You seen the adverts? Uh, I've got uh, a built-in G- shoehorn. Um, is that um, Jamie Renham kicking the ball over the over the sun? So there's a new advert right. where he, he says, um, confusingly, he just says, why are you still using your hands to put your shoes on? <laughs> These shoes have got a built-in shoehorn. You've got a built-in shoehorn? Yeah, so just use, use them instead. A lot of uh, my dream car, the uh, Toyota Century, uh, it's not not expensive car these days, like a nineties two or century. Uh, it's got a shoehorn, like built in. That's it. <laughs> it's got a built in shoehorn. That's the Japanese are always taking their shoes off and putting them on, aren't they, to get into oh, places? Oh right, so, so it's important. Shoehorns are big in Japanese shit. Get, get a lot of use. Um, yeah. I remember when um, we stayed at a hotel once, and we got a free shoehorn. Yeah, well, I saw a man in Airbnb, Sweden, about six years ago. Uh, the guy was showing us around his flat that he was uh, renting us, and he used, like, effortlessly used a shoehorn to get his shoes back on. And I was like, that is a money move. And then we went home and bought shoehorns. <laughs> Everyone was on the trip. So you basically met a shoehorn influencer? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. It was so cool, Luke. He just popped, popped the shoehorn in. He didn't need to sort of mess around with his, like, the, the, the backs of the train. Was it the performative, the though? No, he just did it. Just it's you know. So what kind of guy was he? This shoehorn wizard. Just a cool kind of like um, a Swedish guy who just effortlessly put a shoe on. Was he like a proper like multi-millionaire tech bro? Um, not minimalist house. house. <laughs> uh, it was a nice clean Swedish house. Got had a little sauna included and stuff, which is right. pretty cool. So. Just knocking about. With just shoe knocking about the shoehorn. That's very nice. Knocking about the shoe horn. Um, On that note, let's have a break, um, and we can talk a bit more about Pete's shoehorn collection after yeah. this. All right. The championship season is over, and what a season it was. But the best is yet to come. It's the playoffs. Who will make it to the Premier League? And who will be left heartbroken at Wembley? Stay across it all with the second tier. We're bringing you episodes after every leg. And in between, we're revisiting the greatest moments in playoff history. It's real conversation with two real championship obsessives. So you can be in the know about everything happening in the playoffs. And share all your new knowledge in the pub with your mates. So come join us. We're your one-stop shop for the playoffs. Search second tier in your podcast app. And hit subscribe. We're back with the Luke Pete show, and uh, we're of course talking battery brands. It's a Thursday, Lukey Mo. Send your shoehorns in. Send your shoehorns we'll in. Start a shoehorn club. Yeah. How many <laughs> brands of shoehorns are there? Yeah. We'll do batteries for now. You go ahead, Peter. Okey dokey. Uh, we've got one from uh, a man by the name of Chris. Uh, hello, Luke and Pete. On a recent holiday to a villa near the amusingly named Peniscola. 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 Yeah. Uh, north of Valencia. I checked the batteries in the TV remote and hit the jackpot with two brands in the remote. I submit Teddy and Premio Super Alkaline for your consideration. So Keeps te- good work. Teddy seemed like they would be a new player. Yeah. Don't remember seeing them, but you're the third person to send those in, Chris. No. Um, our friend Michael and Richard both sent those in in February. What was the other one? Premio? Uh, Pre- Premio. 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 Premio Super Alkaline. Okay. And I'm sorry to say as well, Chris. No. That Dan and Jamie have both sent in Premio Super Alkaline um, <sighs> as early as January of 2022, so well over a year ago now. So nice effort, yep. but I'm afraid it's no cigar. 
Better luck next time, uh, Chris in Barcelona. Adam, I've had one previous submission, says Adam, and I was the second person to submit it. So hopefully I can go on better with these naughty boys and they can have a place in the battery, Daddy. Just like the previous battery submissions, uh, these have been found in uh, Sartorius. Sartorius printers. I've what never heard of the Sartorius printers. Mm. Shall I give that a Google? See if there's anything. Uh, anyway, it's uh, re Psycho. So R-E, big C, Y-K-O. So Recycle. 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 Yeah, amazing um, find that. Yeah. I mean, he's also sitting on some golden powers. I mean, we're not always the time with those. No. Uh, but Recycle are actually brand new players. Mm. Congratulations oh, well to done. you, Adam. Well done. We've never seen those ones before. They've never yeah. been submitted in. Um, so congratulations to you. That is a new player in the battery daddy. Good stuff. Adam, a different Adam, uh, says uh, Tinko Ultra Heavy Duty. From that name, I'm more certain that's been sent in before. This green beauty was plucked from a wireless mouse at my place of work. Easily the best thing about my full day of training that day. All the best, gentlemen, your friend Adam. I don't know, I don't know what bloody size that is. It looks like a triple tiny A, little, but even smaller. Tiny little boy, isn't it? Yeah, tiny little lad. Um, it's nowhere near a new player, I'm no, afraid. I'm so um, sorry. Eight people have sent this in before you, Adam. I'm stretching all the way back to November of 2017. Oh, my goodness. So well you're done. way wider the mark, but thank you for trying to get involved. Anyway, it's much appreciated. Lovely stuff. Uh, well, should we crack through a couple of emails before we uh, chip off on the show? Absolutely. Smashing stuff. Uh, all right, Chris says, Dear Luke and Pete, I thought I would throw my hat into the tallest listener competition. Nice. Did we even have that? I can't remember. I think we put it out there. Right, we put it out okay, there. Yeah, we did put it out I am six foot 7.5 inches. Uh, normally, I wouldn't mention the 0.5 inches, but for this, I would. Uh, you can tell that high. So you can six, tell if you're looking up at that. Six foot seven height. and a half. Right. So that's good. I mean, how tall is Rory, Producer Rory? Producer Rory. How tall is Producer Rory? It's not there, is he? Is he not there? Right. Okay. <laughs> he's doing, Where did he go? He's doing something else. Yeah. How tall is he? Six foot. Uh, I would say six four. Oh, he's taller than that. Really? I'm six three. Are you? I think he's six six. A six three getting shorter these days. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, I might have shrunk actually. I haven't measured myself. Oh, I, reckon he's I, I reckon five. he's six six. Six six. Yeah, I reckon. That's he is. like because Finn's taller than me. Right. He's not as tall as Rory. Right. So he can't. Like, there's no room to manoeuvre. What there. delicious little picture that would be. You three. I know it would be good. And, and then you on the end. Me on the end. Yeah. Like a little boy. Me and Vish. Um, I, th- I think that six, seven and a half yeah. from our friend Chris is a great opening yeah. gambit. Not bad. Not um, bad. He says the plus side of being so tall is gigs. Yeah. The downside is a never-ending tall person jokes from people you never met before. Yeah. Like how's the weather up there? Did your parents put you in a grow bag when you were a kid? They really um, do. They really do. Uh, people feel absolutely fine about talking like that when they, when they wouldn't with race let's say yeah would you know do you know what's do some people would do you know what's interesting um i think it's a bit of a weird equivalence anyway peter but anyway yeah. um i <laughs> find my direct experience of that is that if i see someone who's say really tall or um here's a, here's a great here's a better, better example right. you know when you see a relative you haven't seen for ages and 10 years has passed or whatever yeah. And you know that it's a real cliche to say, oh, last time I saw you kind of thing. Yeah. But you can't resist it. Yes. Right. Okay. Last time you saw you, what? That you were... Uh, you were tiny or you yeah. were at school or whatever. It's a really boring bit of chat and I hated to be on the receiving end of it when I was younger. But, but now you're doing it, older, right? right? Yeah. But do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I think you could use that as a starting point for your small talk improvement. What? As in sort of say to somebody, you were shorter... Younger. No, first, first But what you, if they haven't grown in any way? What I want you to do right. is I want you to get into a thought process right. where I want you, when you see someone you haven't seen for a while, <laughs> try to alleviate the awkwardness by thinking in your mind <laughs> what happened the last time 
Yeah, I saw that person. Okay, I'm and thinking, reference that, right, and then okay. you then you're up and running. Now, right, for give me, me, give me any person, and I'll tell you what happened last time I saw them. Well, I think this is very much an entry level thing for right. me. I would be embarrassed to do that small talk because I'm much better than your small talk. Okay, but this is a first nice entry level thing, yeah. right? Okay. So, okay, so what about the last time? So, say, okay, I want to bring someone in that we both know, right? Right. Think uh, so. Okay, what about um, Marcus? Marcus. Right? So think in your mind yeah. something that happened the yeah. last time you saw Marcus. Yeah. Now I'm going to do a, do a kind of role play. I'm Marcus. I'm walking in. Are you ready to go? Yeah. Here we go, Pete. Pete, how you doing? Marcus, last time I spoke to you, uh, it was on the WhatsApp, and um, I was criticising um, your lawn saviour, Jesus Christ. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> First of all, WhatsApp. not doesn't count. Secondly, don't be hateful, hateful towards someone's religion. I wasn't. I was just saying that, that we didn't need... Um, uh, scampi two scampies on the boat didn't yeah. need two scampies you did actually say that to be fair yeah um, okay that let's was try... good material that's why I'm repeating now let's try someone else okay what about the next time you see um, someone who's like an ex-colleague of ours right um, what about the next time you... ones who doesn't hate us <laughs> <laughs> what about the next time you bump into your ex-girlfriend Lauren oh Go. right give you five seconds to think about it <laughs> This could be awkward. It's a very difficult situation because yeah, okay. they're an ex-girlfriend. It yeah, could be very yeah, awkward. Yeah, yeah. So last time you saw them, a little bit of common ground, yeah. nice bit of entry-level kind of small talk chat. Yeah. Hi, Pete. Good to see you. How are you doing? Go. Last time I saw no, you... First of all, say hello. Oh, How you sorry. Doing? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Speak normally and then get into the... the hello. Right, so hi, Pete. How are you doing? Uh, we used to be together. <laughs> If I'm doing this as a self-help thing, I'm giving you your money back. <laughs> we used to be together. Last time. It sounds like a question. Last time. <laughs> Have we met? So the way it's supposed to go is like this. Have so, we conjoined? So you, you're supposed to go like this. How you doing? Oh, it's great to see you. Yeah. You look really what well. What if it isn't? But you've got a line. Right, That's okay. what Paul talks about lying. Okay. Great to see you. You look really well. Last time I saw you, do you remember we were in that pub? Yeah. And we, and we had, that, right, we yeah, had those right, shots. Right. And I felt terrible the next day. Yeah. And you're away. Okay. Don't go... Last time, don't go not say hello. So last I, time I saw you, we were together. So I, so I said to her about the shots. If that's what happened. Right. Shall I just mention the shots anyway? So if I She'll saw, have had a shot before. If I saw Lauren, who right. I also know, yeah. I would probably say, do you know what I'd say? Because right. I was going to bring this into the second phase, yeah. but you're not quite there yet. Right. I was going to say, <sighs> oh, last time I probably saw you, Lauren, it's probably at some event in the pub and we're probably getting pissed. And that doesn't happen Probably. Anymore. That's yeah. your memory. Probably. Yeah, it's been and ages, that, and that doesn't happen and anymore. And then I would say, do you know what I'd say? This is vaguer than mine. Because I take an interest in other people. Do you know what I'd say? Right. I see you living in the Caribbean now. It looks fucking great. How's that working out for yeah. you? And she'd be like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, you're taking an interest in me. Yeah. And I'm happy to have a chat about right. it. So you've got to want to take an interest in other people is what I'm saying. All right. So what that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah, I'm clearly too egotistical to do that. The that's sec- why I find small talk uh, Do you reckon that's what it is? Probably. I can only nah, imagine that's the nah. case. It's, I think you're just a little bit lacking of confidence. Mm. Could you, could you, do you spend a lot of time looking at people's stories on Instagram? Oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. You yeah. use that, couldn't you? The problem is, though, everyone's seen those, so the, the material's already been used. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think you're overthinking that. <laughs> I, I, think, um, I think if you can drop a little tip for this, not, I don't mean this like a cycle, it's like a psycho way, American right. psycho way. Yeah. If you can drop right. one piece of information into people right. that you've learned about them, right, it, makes, it makes them think that you're really taking an interest in their life. All right, let's have a look then. All right, let's find... Um... 
you know what also is great? Mm. Remember the name of people's kids. Yeah, that's a big one, yeah. But what if you get it wrong? High stakes, isn't it? It is high stakes. It's green light means go ahead and not mention it. Um, do, you know, do you know what I also sometimes say? I say, oh, um, how's your little boy? Yeah. And they've got a kid, but I just take a 50-50 punt. I'm a gambler. Yeah. I'm one of life's gamblers. Thinking like, uh, you're d- uh, okay. <clears throat> okay, so who is it? It's, it's Lauren. I didn't okay, right, so we did Lauren yeah. again. Okay, so I walk up to you. We just see Lauren on the street. Yeah. Bump into, it's not weird, because there's been a lot of water under the bridge. Yeah. You're both adults. Mm-hmm. Um, hi, Pete. How you doing? Good to see you. Oh, your kid likes swings, doesn't she? <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, you, sound, you sound like a paedophile. <laughs> you're not even. Uh, That's any... my default setting. That's my baseline. <laughs> you've not earned, you've That's not my the baseline. Right to mention, you've not right. the right to mention the kids. <sighs> you've got to say hello first. Yeah, but I know it'll be it'll be in my head. So it's 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 hanging over my what head. What about your next door neighbour that you like? All right, the guy who gives you rum. Okay. What do you say when you walk up to him? Oh, hello, Stu. You've got um terrible. Uh, what's the thing that you piss out? Um, uh, stones. <laughs> Kidney stones. You've got a five centimetre kidney stone. Three centimetre? Five seems too big. Have yeah. a good weekend, everyone. I, <laughs> See you on Monday. I we... hear you were screaming in the surgery. <laughs> so they had to take you to the hospital. It's really weird. I, to be fair, I bought him some ramen. That's salty, isn't it? That's going to make it worse. I wish I'd never embarked upon this. This has been the Look of Beach Shop. We're back. <laughs> we're back on Monday. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.